0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the intuitive revolution in business today I have the pleasure of interviewing someone very very special to me called Carrie Cardozo um, who um, has been one of my mentors uh, at one point in my business and that has really transformed the way I do things so thank you for coming on the show Carrie um would you like to introduce yourself a little bit first? And then we'll sure. get into the, so, the conversation. Thank you so much.
1: I'm really excited to be here and to do this with you. And we're just watching the success that you have had and how much you've grown and changed and how great you're doing and amazing has been such a privilege to see. So absolutely, like, so excited for you. So excited.
0: Thank you. So first of all, I'd like to know what does your business look like today? What, what do you do in your business? And then maybe we'll go back in time a little bit because I think your roots, where you come from is really, really important, yeah. um, especially on this podcast. Yeah. Cool.
1: So yeah, so um, I am a sole prophet. What I do is I teach people, I'm a psychic, I'm a healer, I'm an energy worker. So I teach people how to truly connect deep with inside their soul in order to start tapping into their intuitive abilities, their psychic abilities, their energy working abilities, their healing abilities, so that they're really leading Whether it's in their business or their life or relationships, they're leading from that psychic aspect, from that intuition, from those gifts that they were born with, that everybody has from like that sixth sense aspect of it. So I teach people how to really tap in. I also do psychic readings. So I help people to see the bigger picture, see the direction they're supposed to go in, understand what's happening with inside their body or their business or whatever that is. Um, So that's pretty much what I do in my business.
0: Okay, but you didn't always do that. When I met you, you were a few years away from corporate and you had um, a very left brain role really in what you were doing. Would you like to tell us a little bit about it and how you went from one to the other? Yeah, so
1: regarding my corporate
0: job? Yeah. Yeah, so I had left corporate
1: in late 2014. And in corporate, I really did. I used a lot of my left brain, a lot. I was very much multitasking. I was very much trying to figure things out and pushing and forcing and, you know, setting ridiculous standards for myself and my team and the company. And we hit them all. Um, but I, also was a little bit tuning into my intuition, but I didn't know that I was. So I left corporate because it got too much for me. Um, There was a lot of things that had happened in my life and I needed to make a switch and a change and I knew I needed to. And it was really interesting because we talk about intuition in business. And for four months before I left my corporate job, I kept feeling like I had to leave, like it was time for me to go. I wasn't meant to be there, that I shouldn't be there anymore, but I was afraid, like I was so scared to leave. I was terrified and it just kept, I just kept feeling like this wasn't right. And one day I went into work and I managed all of the companies I worked for a corporation that had six companies inside of it. And I ran all of them and I handled every decision, every money that came in and out. Literally I was in charge of everything as if they were my businesses without having that responsibility. And there was a gentleman above me. And I walked into work one day and I was fired just straight out fired. And there's a lot of stuff that were going on inside of that corporation. They were being investigated. Police were involved. There was a death, like it was it was intense. And um, but I was shook, but I shouldn't have been because I had heard it, I had felt it for a while that I was meant to leave. So when I left, I really kept in the business world and I kept that left brain aspect. And I started, even though I was starting to get into spirituality and starting to open up my gifts and understanding that I had gifts, but I still was really much that business has to be that left brain. Business has to be structured, that there has to be systems involved. There has to be pushing and forcing and really like being in this masculine energy. And that's how I started my business really in that energy.
0: Mm. So do you feel that now the, um, the masculine and the the feminine are, are equally balanced in your business?
1: Um, no, I don't. If I'm (laughs) honest with you, I feel that there's a day like I just want to be full out honest. I feel that there are days that absolutely and there are seasons and moments but I feel that there are also moments where we, where we can have a tendency to fall back into that left brain or completely shut the left brain off and really be into our intuition. And I don't feel that these moments are bad. I feel that these moments are those times when we get to expand, we get to grow, we get to recognize why we are leaning into the left brain, why we are leaning into the right brain, why we're not balancing. Um, now, is it, of the time, I'm using my intuition. 95% of the time, I'm in flow. 95% of the time, I'm balancing both of these aspects out. But there are still moments of time that I feel like I'm either fighting the, you know, resisting the right brain or fighting the left brain or, you know, different aspects of it. So, yeah.
0: It's kind of comforting for me because I'm still in that (laughs) space too. I still have this battle between my head and my heart. And, and managing the right balance because um, my left brain is so strong and it just wants to control everything. And um, yeah. I th- I don't think there's ever a time when it stops, does it? When, especially when you have a strong left brain, like both of us have. And I, I want to really speak to the audience as well, because I think they'll probably be in the same kind of space. Yeah. Um, it takes courage to be To find a balance to listen to the intuition over the mind because oftentimes i don't know if that's the same for you and i know you use the word psychic much more than i do but it doesn't really matter because it's the same thing um it's it's reading energy right um very often do you find that very often when you read the energy it doesn't make sense from a logical point of view
1: yes A hundred percent, like actually right now I'm going through something that's connected with my business. It affects my business that in the physical world, the physical world is showing me something so much, so different than what my guides are reading the energy are telling me. And so it makes no sense. And so when something like this happens, like your guides in the energy reading and your intuition, your psychic abilities, whatever it is, is telling you one thing. They keep saying, this is going to unfold. This is how it's gonna be. This is what you're gonna see. But then the physical world keeps showing you the opposite, like things they say, something's going to transpire, but everything that looks like everything's being taken apart and everything's being closed off and everything's being shut down. It's, it is challenging to stay in that heart space of believing. And for me, it's really about trusting. It's really about trusting that what we've read with the energy, what our intuition says, what we know deep down in our soul is going to happen is truly what's going to happen in in fighting that urge to get caught up in that fear or that doubt or that love or that rational, like, there are times that in in, in this time in particular, when I'm going through this, there's times that I've been like, am I crazy? Like, am I crazy? Am I a fool to think this? Because our rational mind wants to come in because we've been, you know, we've, we've been trained to rationally think about something. Like, let's logically think about this. Like, how many times do you say that? Like in a business, I can say that in a business meeting, or I say that even with myself, like, let's Let's logically think about this. Does this make sense? But it's not about logic. And when something really drastic happens or something really expansive happens or something really different or really powerful or aligned with your soul happens, it oftentimes doesn't make logical sense. It just doesn't. And no matter how much we try and rationalize it or reason with it, our job is to pull, fall into our heart space. Our job is to fall back into trust, into our intuition, reading the
0: energy and aligning with that no matter what. So how do you lean into that trust and that faith in yourself? Because I think for me and that confidence, um, that's been the hardest lesson ever. And I still like I'm 15, 20 years into this and I know you're just as long. And I still have these moments where I find it if I have this strong feeling, but my my rational mind doesn't get on board that. How do I trust? How do I lean into that? Do you have any tips for that? I do. It's a great question. And it's and it's perfect because I can
1: share right now how I'm processing this. So the first thing that I do when when my mind wants to fight with my soul, when my mind wants to say, absolutely not, like what's happening, like you were wrong or whatever, The first thing I do, first of all, I recognize that there is a difference between where I'm getting my information and what I'm hearing and feeling. So for one, I recognize where is it coming from my logical brain? And oftentimes our logical brain even houses our ego, our fears, that kind of stuff. And what is my soul? What is my intuition? What is my read on the energy actually saying? And I clear those like have them very much. Here's one and here's the other. I know the difference between them. then I start looking at, my goal is to get out of my logical mind, out of that fear, out of that lack of trust, out of that doubt. So I look at what my fears are. Like, why am I so connected or committed to trying to rationalize this? Why am I so afraid of trusting the process? Why am, what am I trying to save? What am I trying to protect? So I dig into that to really understand it, because when we can understand what our body is resisting, what our body is afraid of, what our body is in, in fear over, doubt over, we we take the power away from it. It's kind of like if you go into like, I don't know, I feel like this is generalizing, but I feel like a lot of people, when you're a child, if you were to shut off the lights and have to walk up the stairs by yourself in the dark, you kind of like run up the stairs because it feels like there's like a boogeyman behind you. Where if you were could keep the lights on when you go into a room or walk up the stairs, a go place, it takes the fear away because we've shined a light on it. We understand it. Mm-hmm. We recognize what it is, what's there, what's really in the room so when we understand what our logical mind is trying to tell us and it's normally a fear a doubt a lack of trust lack of confidence we shine a light on it so we recognize what it is and we can start to address what that issue is whether it's a fear lack of confidence and that's really what we need to do is start to address that is say okay let's remove these fears let's build a new self concept of our of you know of who we are let's lean into what it is that we know Once we can settle it, and and I never tell somebody that they have to be, you have to clear all your fears. You just have to get them so they're not controlling you. That's it. Like Once you become aware of them, you can say, okay, I recognize this is a fear. Then we want to build that intuition. We want to build that heart space. We want to build that knowing. And we do this by leaning into what our truths are. So I lean into my truth around the fact that my channeling is almost never wrong. I'm an amazing energy reader. I lean into truths as uh, like what I've seen before in the past, what has happened. How many times has the universe showed me something that makes no sense at all? No sense. But I feel it deep within and it's always been right. So I lean into these things that I've experienced before and I make them be the center focus. And then I always tune into you know a lot of the times when this happens when our logical mind is trying to take over but our heart is saying something else our soul or inner guidance is saying something else i always lean into okay if i'm if i'm fighting between the two i'm simply going to freeze stop and not freeze like nothing happens but stop and ask to be shown what direct is next now figure it out not even trying to tap into my heart space because if my heart space is so clouded by my left brain my rational brain my logical mind or my fear then my job is to remain still until the universe shows me my next step so i don't need to respond i don't need to react i don't need to try to figure it out my job is to stay centered and grounded in myself and the universe will always show you your next step and that next step is going to support what your soul and your energy read has said, as long as you keep leaning into trust and you allow yourself to see the steps that are unfolding. Wow. I know that was a lot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, 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 that's great. That's absolutely great. And I love the piece because I was going to say you can, one of the things that I um, suggest to people is to do what I call a detective work on all the stories where they were right to collect yeah. these stories in a book so that when they come to the doubt point, they can look back on their track record, which right. is exactly what you said.
1: Yes, you have an amazing
0: track record that helps you to sort of soothe that mind and soothe those fears when they keep coming up because they're here to protect us aren't they yeah they're doing their job they'll never go away anyway but what I really like is that you say if there is a a fight between the heart and the head then you just keep still and ask the universe because that's that's just beautiful that's so powerful and it's true The, the universe will always show you the next step
1: Always. And it'll always give you a sign. You just have to be open to seeing it and trusting what that sign is. So you can literally just ask for a sign. You don't even have to say, show me a bird if I'm supposed to do X, Y, and Z, because oftentimes we'll manifest that ourselves. So you literally can just say, Show me a sign, show me a sign. And then when you see a sign, you have to recognize it, accept it as your sign and take action accordingly as to what it's asking you to do, whether it's simply the sign just as simply reassuring what your inner knowing knows, then lean into that, start, start, you know, affirmations or, you know, journal about it, start a manifestation around it, do something to lean in and build that energy, um, around what the universe is showing you.
0: Wow. That's really, really powerful. Um, Thank you for that. Yeah, you really. um, I love how you put it. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the main way that you receive your your information? Psychically, I mean. Yeah, this is a really good question because I'm a psychic, so I
1: communicate with guides and I listen to things. But for my own, my own it really is my inner knowing. It is this deep seated knowing that I have. And I really do live. Yes. I receive information from guides and I can ask them questions and, but it's, it is reading energy around something like really taking the situation and opening it up and see what the energy holds in it. But it's also this inner knowing I have over the years, and this wasn't always like this, but there's a difference for me between getting information from guides and me truly knowing.
0: And the more
1: that I, and and the knowing is so important. It really is. And the more that I have done work on connecting with my heart space, on going within, on following what that inner pull or what I think that inner inner voice is saying, that inner pull is, the stronger my inner knowing has become. And there are things in my life that my logical mind could give you every rational reason why my inner truth is wrong and you still can't sway my inner truth. Now, that doesn't mean they don't fight. It doesn't mean that times, there's not times and I'm like, oh, maybe my rational mind isn't right. But deep down when I connect in, it is the knowing deep inside that I truly follow and is absolutely has become the strongest, hands down.
0: Mm. I've never heard you say that before. So I'm really, <laughs> really excited. about what you're saying, um, what, what this raises for me is the question of how, how important is the work to be done on the heart? Uh, in order, because I've always thought that intuition comes through the heart as well as prosperity. And for, Mm. for us to be able to receive all those gifts, whether they're gifts of money or gifts of clarity or gifts of guidance, then we need to have an open heart, which is Mm. kind of hard to keep actually, because we've all, all had, you know, heartaches. um, And, and it's easier to close your heart space than to keep it open. How, how, what would be your, your one recommendation or one, maybe yeah. I'm not going to say tip because that's it's too complex for just a tip, but right. to encourage people to work on their heart space and to keep that open and to clear it, to clear as much the energy around the heart as possible. So, yeah. And I do agree with you.
1: That this prosperity and the guidance and everything comes through our heart space and it's really about our whole heart space. So ever like our heart is included in this but within inside the heart space oftentimes i find people that's where people's souls originate. So we're really clearing this entire area so that we can tap we can receive through our heart but tap into our intuition which is held within inside of our soul. So one of the things that i will tell you that there's so many things you can do but the one thing that i feel that is most valuable is feeling your emotions and getting honest with them. As spiritual people, we have this belief that we have to stay positive and we have to stay excited for things. And we have to see the bigger picture in things, meaning that we could be angry at somebody or disappointed in something. And a lot of times spiritual people are like, I, yes, I am, but I see why they did it. So it's almost like we give people excuses and it's not that it's bad that we're giving people excuses, like whatever, that's a whole different topic, but we deny what we're truly feeling. We, we, we downplay it. We push it aside. We shadow it. So instead, if we give ourselves permission, and this was really hard for me because I do like somebody can do something or something can happen. And my human immediately is like, that's not fair, you know, cause our human, but then my soul and my energy reading is like, I see the bigger picture because I can see the bigger picture on things. And so it's almost like, I was giving people passes. Like you can be a jerk, you know, to me because I get it. Like I see what you're going through, but it doesn't mean they can still be a jerk. And it doesn't mean that I don't have a right to feel how I feel. And so the more that you feel into the energy, the more that you allow yourself to be sad, the more that you allow yourself to be angry, the more that you allow yourself to say, this is an injustice, like this is not fair. And you allow those emotions to purge, the clearer your heart is and the more it's open. Because it's, it's when we keep them in, we put up a shield of protection. Because we're scared to feel, we're scared to express, we're scared of disappointing somebody, we're scared to make somebody, we have all these fears. So we put up this protection because it's not safe to be vulnerable. Where instead, if we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and to be seen and to be heard, even if it's just with ourselves, just with yourself. It opens up the heart space to truly have this pure energy that comes through it, instead of it being kind of bogged down with sadness or anger or protection or rejection or guilt or shame or whatever it is that we're feeling, that oftentimes can impact and sway what it is that we think that we're hearing from our heart space or from our soul, from our own intuition, because it can, if our heart space is not clear, it can our intuition, we can misread our intuition. And then people will be like, how come I got it wrong? Because you're letting your emotions, emotions are not intuition. Intuition is that clear heart, open heart, true love, unconditional love energy that flows with inside your system. I totally
0: get it. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> but at, at the same time, I have the same thing about the human and the soul. Uh, my soul, chips in right away and sees the bigger picture but then I don't allow my human this is this has been my journey since Christmas it's to allow my human to fully um fully feel the the emotions and the feelings right. around what is happening because I tend to bypass my human a lot and she deserves better than that and I, and I and there's an extra motivation because as you say if we don't feel our feelings we get to keep them and if we keep them they compound right. and they create almost like a veil or a shield or something that's going to be much harder to unpack later later on if we don't address things as they come, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. And I love what you said that like you're human, she deserves it. And you're so right. Like sometimes we forget we, you know, sometimes in the spiritual community, and I know not all your followers are in the spiritual community, but we're taught that we're evolving above the human and we're evolving above this and we're leaning into our soul and our spiritual energy, but the human is a part of it. And the more that we work with it, and we honor the human and we honor the ego and, and we work with it, the more powerful we become instead of just bypassing it. We don't want to bypass it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of spiritual bypassing in the spiritual community that is extremely dangerous um, and where yeah. people also shun other people for having these emotions that are completely valid. Well, we don't want to wallow in it, but at the same time, we need to honor it and express it and feel it so we can move yeah. through it to the other correct. side, really. It's yeah, that when like when people refuse to grieve and then they just it just comes up 10 years later. It's still there, yeah, completely exactly the same. Yes, um, And you know a lot about grief, don't you, Carrie? Yes, Yes, I do.
1: Yes. And you're right. Like, if we don't express our emotions, they don't go away. We just delay them. They have to be felt. They have to be experienced. They have to be expressed. It's just a matter of when you're ready to do it.
0: Mm. I was wondering if you wanted to add anything to your story of intuition in business, because that's usually a big part of, of the interview. I feel you've said most of it, but did you want to add a piece to it just to illustrate for, you know, um, our listeners who are still a little bit afraid to lean into their intuition in business? Maybe they don't feel that they're psychic like you are yeah. and and how can they trust themselves? Um, just to give them that little nudge that, you know, we all have that intuition and it's valid and all these stories need to be shared, really.
1: Yeah, I'll share a quick story. And the reason I want to share this story is because a lot of the time when we're leaning into our intuition you know we judge it we judge it a lot oh, and we evaluate gosh. it and we say was it right or was it wrong but the way we judge it is with our logical minds instead of feeling into our heart space and giving it time and with intuition sometimes it takes there's a process to it and there's more than one step and i'm share a story when i first started my business I spent, when I left corporate in 2014, I spent about a year and a half, almost two years really like healing, healing, taking care of myself and beginning to build my business. So in 2016, I was at like a standstill roadblock. Um, I wasn't following what I was supposed to be doing. I didn't know that then, but I just felt really stuck. And my, I knew that I had to start trusting my intuition. So Every morning, I would get up and ask, What do I do today? What do I do today? And for about a month or two, my intuition told me to go. I wasn't online, I wasn't in the online space. It told me to go to business, to business, to business, and offer my services. Now, let me tell you, this was intense because I didn't, I had to literally walk through a door of a place that I knew nothing about and introduce myself. But I was sick to my stomach the very first place I went. After about a a week, I was just going into any place. I didn't care. I I, Sometimes I didn't even know where I was going because I was like, I am in the flow of this. So fast forward about a month and a half to two months, I then woke up one morning and they said, okay, in this area, I had met somebody who told me through going door to door, told me about this networking group. Awesome. Going to go there. Time to go to the networking group. Went to the networking group and met a couple of people. And a gentleman said to me, I'd love to do a podcast with you. And actually, I think before he said that, he was like, let's do a, like a, a one-on-one where like you go and have coffee and talk to somebody. So checked him with my intuition, felt right. Let's do it. Then this gentleman said, I'd love to do a podcast with you. Now, logically, this made no sense to me because of the fact that like I wasn't online and I wasn't doing that. I didn't want to be on social media. I didn't want to be online. I want. I knew or I thought I knew what I was supposed to be doing. So I said to him, listen, first of all, I don't even like the sound of my own voice. So if you think I'm going to talk on a podcast, you're crazy. So my logical mind was in here saying what I wasn't going to do, what I wasn't going to do. But I said, let me think about it. So I went home and really tuned in and I heard, yes. So I fought, hemmed and hawed, put down every reason, like what's the benefit of this? What is not? Long story short, I did it. We did the podcast. It took us several months to build it out did the podcast. We did it for two months. And he called me one day and was like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. And I was like, wait a second. I literally just put everything I was doing on hold to do this podcast with you. It was your idea. We're building it. It's going, you made me bring my business online. Every connection that I had before has literally been lost because of you and you're leaving. And he was like, yep. And I was just like, okay. And so I said, don't do anything yet. Like don't cancel anything. Again, went back to my intuition, back within, heard, keep doing it alone. Now I'm scared. Like, you want me to now do my podcast alone? Like he really let it. And he didn't really, like afterward people were like, no, you were the reason we were listening to, but I didn't know that at the time. And I didn't feel that. So again, felt like tuned in. And ended up taking this podcast, doing it myself. I did it for several years, and from that podcast, I I got online, met amazing people. Um, Some of my like long term clients that I still have to this day met me through that podcast, and I literally built my entire business. That's where I first came out as a psychic on it. It was the best thing. I didn't start that way. I was starting going door to door, you know, offering my services and I end up online with a psychic healing business because of the, the path that I followed, which made no logical sense, none, but I had to trust in it. And uh, if I had been really in my logical mind, I would have said, I messed up when, when this gentleman said that he didn't want to do the podcast with me anymore. I'd given so much up and I would have been like, I was wrong. I was wrong, but I wasn't wrong. I just hadn't seen it through all the way. We're literally given step by step by step. And when you take that one step and you see it through, you're then given the next. And with our intuition, we have to trust that. We have to trust we're given step by step by step by step to get where we need to go. We're not We're not always given the whole picture because we wouldn't understand it and we wouldn't go through the process. There was things I had to experience and learn and trust and grow in order for me to get from walking door to door to where I am now. And it's following that intuition and what you know is right and keep going. Even if it looks like it's failing, you have to keep going.
0: Yeah. And I really love what you're saying because I feel in my own experience with intuition that you have to give up on the outcome that you think is supposed to come from following it. Because it's probably never going to be what you think it should be because your logical mind cannot be the one to direct where your intuition is going and i found that super hard because sometimes i explain when i was a lawyer it was easy if i put the effort in i got the results and it was the same when i did my studies you know same in my entire life come a point where i have to embrace my intuition and you have to have that surrender first into the trust in yourself and in 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 the energy and the universe and everything else but also you have to almost peel off all those layers of expectations and of what you think it should look like and what success looks like. That has been, for me, the hardest part of all of it Yeah. Um, because there's so many paths of leaf resistance that take us through little journeys and ups and downs and and loops. and, And sometimes it takes years to be able to piece it all together, right? yes, it
1: does. And you're so right. And our mind wants to figure it out or we want to, like, if they say, you know, we'll use this same example and they say, oh, start a podcast. Our mind immediately goes to what is it going to look like? What are the results we're going to get? How is that? How are we going to do this? What are, what's yeah. it going to, what's the next step going to be? And, and most of the time, none of those answers that you come up with logically for those questions are ever what they really are. Now, sometimes they can be, but we have to be trusting ourselves so much that we let go of the in-between steps. We can hold the image of the bigger picture. Like my bigger picture was to get clients and have a successful business. But in the process, I put up a a lot of little milestones that I need to hit or I thought I needed to hit or what it needed to look like in order to prove that I was going to meet my end goal and we do that. And the beautiful thing about the universe is is it hardly ever looks like what we think it's going to look like along the journey. The end result sometimes, oftentimes for me, as long as I let it play out long enough, looks like what I want it to look like. But the path to get there looks nothing like I thought it would, nothing.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to deal with that, uh, especially if you have, like me, imposter syndrome or really low self-esteem, and then you keep beating yourself up because it doesn't look the way you think other people think it should look you know yeah. it's like the um, the outlooker you know other people in business that the, the whole compara- uh, comparison it's so toxic as well and i feel that the more soul led businesses are the le- the more you need to let go of what it looks like and what other people are doing really because Correct. you can't you can't walk to the same drum or you can't you know it's completely different
1: yeah and i think that it's hard nowadays because there is social media. We look at things and, and even with the situation that I'm going through right now, the, I'm like, well, how come that's working? And how come that, and at other people, and my guides are like, you have no idea what's really going on. Would you stop? And I'm like, okay, you're right. Like I'm, I'm projecting what I think is going on based on what I want to see. And and that's the thing, like with social media, we see things all the time, but we don't really know what's going on or what the people have done behind the scenes. We only know what people show us. We only know what we're able to see. And oftentimes, even if they show us all that, it it doesn't mean it's our journey. Doesn't mean it's our path. And we really have to stay committed to what is most aligned for us and what feels really good deep within, not what makes sense. Mm.
0: It takes a lot of courage. I think it really it does. Yeah, mm.
1: it does. And it takes some um, trust. It takes trust because a lot of the times we react or our logical mind will pick up because we don't feel safe. We don't feel safe. And so the more that we can lean into trusting ourselves, which means that no matter what happens, I got my back, like no matter what happens, I know I'm going to be okay. And then leaning into that courage to take that step forward, to take that leap to, you know, jump and know that the net will catch you or your wings will, you know, will come out. You'll be able to use them. So it really is like this beautiful dance of trust and courage and
0: faith. It's all of those things. It's not the easiest thing to lean on, is it? It's not. It definitely is not. I think no. spreadsheets and data can seem a lot, more, <laughs> a, a lot more comforting. However, with the world as it's been in the past three years, these yeah. things almost don't matter anymore. So I feel that the intuition piece really has to come and meet the, the left brain um, business world because um, it's needed more and more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I agree. I feel that the universe has like shifted on its axis, So things don't make sense. Logical things are no longer making sense, even when we try to think about them. And the only thing that really makes sense and that one solid guidance is our intuition is leaning into what we see and know deep within and following that because what we're seeing with our eyes, what we're seeing unfold isn't always accurate. Isn't truthful. Isn't always what it's going to be.
0: And our intuition can also. This is what this is a conclusion I came to because I often tell people that my the best investment I ever made was in my intuition with, by working with you. Yeah. And some people would say, "Well, in business, shouldn't you invest invest in a business mentor?" Yes, but if you invest in one business mentor, you'll never know what next investment is the right one because you won't have that intuition that will tell you this is where you should go and this to make all the decisions. Yeah. So I feel intuition is really the, the, the most powerful piece in, in a, an entrepreneur's um, path. And actually most of the incredibly successful ones talk about it anyway, because that's what's been um, enabled them to navigate the terrain of, you know, um, that lack of vision sometimes and really not knowing which way to go. And, yeah. and in that way, then you brought within, you have to go within.
1: Yeah. I was going to say that I was going to point out the fact that so many really, truly successful people, if you ask them, it's because they followed their intuition and then went to strategy. So the initial direction, the initial knowing comes from their intuition. And then they use that guidance And implement strategy, implement, you know, Mm. structure, implement, you know, systems, but it originates from their intuition. It's that first like thing that pops up that they follow and they trust and they go with, even if it doesn't make sense. Like, I think it was Henry Ford that he wanted to create like a. Maybe a V, I don't know, an engine. And everyone was telling him it couldn't happen, it couldn't happen. And he had a team working on it for like a year. And every time they'd come back and be like, it's impossible, he'd be like, No, it's not, go figure it out. Because he knew. And eventually it it happened. Like we got it. And I don't remember exactly what it what it was. But if he didn't follow his intuition, like somebody else would have. It's not like we wouldn't have, you know, the V6 or the V8 engine. We definitely would. But it wouldn't have come from him. It wouldn't have come from that because he was the driving force behind it when everyone told him it was impossible. That's how major things happen is somebody has yeah. this intuition and people are like, that's impossible just because it hasn't been done before. We, If we only did the things that have been done before, we would be in a very different situation in life than we are right now. Uh, we have everything because of
0: intuition and because yeah. the insight came and then we followed it. Yeah. And then you could call that creativity... Um, it doesn't matter because it's the same thing. Creativity, intuition yeah. is the same thing. Um, yeah. And it's definitely something that is needed at all levels. But I find that there's not that many people that actually teach intuition to business people. Mm-hmm. And they, there's all the successful people who got there who say, yeah, I followed my intuition. But then if you ask them, you know, how does it work? Well, how did you get to, to trust it? They they can't really help. So yeah, I, I agree with you. It's
1: Something that needs to be more um, front and center than it is. It's a lot of strategy or structure or sales or marketing. And it's not as much of that true intuition that's being taught. But I do think that the tide is changing and more people are leaning into it because you're going to be forced to the way that the universe is working. We are being forced to tap within, tune in, trust our own intuition and lead from there.
0: Hmm. So where can people find you Carrie and then I'll ask you the last question I ask all of my guests because that's okay. my favorite question but yeah okay. go ahead So
1: on um, Instagram and on Facebook um it just under Carrie Cardozo even on LinkedIn I don't do much with it but everything is under Carrie Cardozo um with the Z, my website. right
0: because I've always made that Cardozo mistake, with the
1: yeah with a yes with a z-o a z-o some people put an a at the end or an s yeah it's Cardozo um so and but you can that's everything that I have is under Carrie Cardozo and I am the only one that I've ever found Carrie Cardozo so
0: I'll add the link in the description for the actual episode so people can find you as well um did you say you're on LinkedIn as well yeah are you I am that oh, we're oh, just I mean. starting to build my LinkedIn back up and my website is being redone. So yes. Yep. Okay. Those two things. So the question I ask all my guests is mm-hmm. what would you say to someone who's afraid to, to use their intuition in business? What would you say oh, to them?
1: Just do it.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> it completely
1: blew up in the business world. And one of the things when I started my business, I struggled and I struggled and I struggled because I was trying to do it like all the other businesses. I was trying to do it like the old way of business. And when I leaned into my intuition and really started following the guidance I was given, and yes, some people might say, I know, but you were psychic, you were channeling. Yeah, but when it really comes down to it, it's all reading energy, tapping into truth and getting out of that logical mind, getting out of that rational mind. When I finally started embracing my gifts and my abilities, my business went from making like $500 to $1,000 a month to making $10,000 a month consistently. I literally went from I think the month before I I might not have even really had any income in my business and I made 9,800 and like 90 something dollars the month the month after I decided to really embrace my skills. It is something that is so crucial. It will literally change the way that your business runs and you also, which I think might even be more important, I'm going to share two things. You get more of a flow. Like I Mm. cannot even tell you how many times I would come home from corporate and be like, I need a glass of wine. I need a glass of wine. I need a glass of wine because I was stressed. And not that that was bad, but when you lean into your intuition, you literally do a lot less work.
0: A lot less work. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Well, like you have more freedom. Yeah. Like you do it a fraction of the time, like maybe a tenth of the time, because people will come to you, situations will come to you, things will be given to you on a platter. Yes. Synchronicity and don't have will abound. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to question and wonder
1: and wait and just, dis- and, and you literally just feel it, take an action and go and watch the results. So it completely changes your inner energy. So your stress level is down, your anxiety level is down, your adrenal glands aren't firing like they do, the cortisol levels have lowered, and you get healthier. Like if you looked at me, a picture of me from 2014 versus now, I look like I aged backward. It's not because I use fancy creams or or (laughs) Botox or anything like that. I do none of that, none. It is because I have let go of a lot of the stress and leaned into my trusting and my knowing and my guidance and my intuition.
0: That's brilliant. And you were going to say a second thing or did I miss it?
1: Well, that was that you just have less less things to do.
0: Okay. So your business
1: is more successful. You have less things to do and you age backward. Those are the
0: three things. That's kind of a nice one. Yeah. At least the energy thing. I don't really care what I look outside, but having the extra energy is just fantastic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, And it glows through you. Like I'm not talking about wrinkles or anything like that. You literally, when you're tuned in and you feel really good, you glow, your energy is felt by people. And we underestimate that. We underestimate the fact that people feel our energy and respond to our energy and, you know, are guided by it or pushed away. And it is such a huge part of what people feel. And when you're using your intuition, your energy is so magnetic. It just pulls the right people in.
0: That's true. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. I'm sure everyone has been lapping up everything that you've said, um, who knows I might have you on the show again at some point because (laughs) I just love talking to you I can't can't get enough of um of you to be honest Mm -hmm. um I want to thank the audience as well for listening to this episode and we'll be back next week with another one thank you everyone bye bye thank you for listening to another episode of the business Nutrition podcast if you like this episode make sure you subscribe Give us a rating, and if you haven't done it yet, write a review so that more listeners can enjoy this podcast. Don't forget to join my free group on Facebook, Business Intuition for Female Entrepreneurs, and go onto my website to download my free workbook on the four steps to trust your intuition in business. My website is theintuitionrevolution.co.uk.